Hi everyone, welcome to the B++ podcast, a podcast where we speak to leaders from around the world. Leaders usually from the world of technology, from the world of uh, cutting-edge technology, emerging technologies, business. And today we have two very special guests, you know, and I'm very excited because it definitely adds a completely new dimension to our podcast as well. So, you know, it's not often that we see somebody's work and we feel inspired, we feel confused, we feel conflicted, we feel all kinds of emotions and you can't find the words to describe what you, what it was that you just witnessed. And that's exactly what I felt when I saw their work. Uh, all the way from the Philippines today, our guests uh, are Herbert Hernandez and Badong Abisamis, who are the founders right. of uh, Gigil, Gigil, the ideas company. Now, there's so many questions already. The name itself, Gigil, you know, what is it? Is, is it the Google of the creative world? <laughs> is it, is it uh, you know, giggling, you know, which we are all doing right now? So, uh, guys, thank you so much uh, for being here on the podcast. Uh, lovely to have you here. And, you know, maybe the first thing that I can ask you is the name itself and where did that originate? Yeah. Do I take that? I think Badong should should tell about it because he's the one who uh, invented the. <laughs> no, I, I don't really invent the word. There's a, there's a there's a Filipino word for for you know the overwhelming feeling of wanting to squeeze something. So right. apparently it's not translatable to any other language, and so that's why we liked it even more. Right. Um, we could have named it like uh, Ha mm. Fernandez Abisanis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We thought uh, we thought uh, we're uh, we're an ad agency. So what's the use of naming ourselves with a formula of all the other ad agencies in the world, right? Yeah. So it's it's a Filipino word, and we we we're proud about being Filipino. It also talks about passion. So Absolutely. passion, passion, and doing stuff, and making sure that uh, you you put in the, the extra mile, and making sure that what you present to people, what you come up with, is something that you 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 really are proud of. So we feel that that makes a difference between um, you know. Uh, Making it or not making it. Right. Herbert has a has a saying. Bert, you wanna you wanna interject now? Uh, uh, maraming gigil, pero, pero ay, maraming magaling ilan lang ang gigil. So in English, uh, there's uh, how can you say it, Madong? Um, there are many people who are talented, but only a few people who are passionate. Right. And and most often than not, I think passion trumps talent. If talent doesn't work hard, hard work trumps talent when talent doesn't work hard. So so we, we named it after that particular virtue because it makes a difference. At the same time, uh, it's Filipino, so we like it. We want to be proud about our country. Sure. And, and, and what you pointed out a while back, uh, uh, giggle. I mean, we, we'd like to believe and like to think that we're having fun while doing all of it and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's that's wonderful. I mean, I, and and that's such an insightful thing to say as well. And and thanks for sharing that passion and hard work usually trumps talent. I mean, that's what I've been telling myself. I mean, that's how I justify my lack of talents in life. And uh, <laughs> you know, so, but I, I can't say the same about the two of you, and especially Herbert. You know, you've been a you know an artist, a recording artist. You've actually, I I believe you are the composer of one of the most streamed songs uh, out there with what 70 million downloads the last time uh, we checked and and again the song i mean uh, it has a very interesting title again you know so i don't want to spend an hour talking just about titles but it is very interesting for the listeners it's called migraine so yeah, yeah so so tell us a bit more about that and then we'll jump into you know how you guys met and how you decided to you know start giggle 
the the song migraine actually it's a love song it's not it's not really about the the sickness migraine but it's describing the feelings of having in a situation that you're friend zone you right. know, are are you together or not so those things you're and the result is a sickness migraine right. but it, we don't have the word on that partic particular song yeah so right. it's really, it's just really a concept song and it works yeah absolutely i mean i'm sure everyone who's ever been in love uh, would relate to migraine and heartache and all kinds of aches and pains uh, so uh, definitely very relatable so so tell me guys i mean uh, you've had very distinguished careers in advertising and you know uh, you have achieved a lot you know in your respective careers and and so what brought you together what inspired you to start you know giggle and also not only to start the company right because uh, you, you know the fact that you have uh, tried to do something and successfully tried to do something so unconventional and in a short span of time you know uh, attracted so much attention and you know uh, had all sorts of recognition so maybe uh, tell us about uh, how this came about this is a long story, but I think Badong can tell it in a shorter story. We, we, we tell this story, but go Badong. Yeah. Um, we, we worked in YNR. That was our immediate uh, past agency for sure. a long time. So, and then uh, there came a time on, on my seventh, eighth year, I, uh, a certain multinational company was um, asking me to, to uh, you know, um, consider working for, for that multinational company. Right, and I told Bert about it, I think, and I said, uh, and, and and I found out in the interview, in the process of interview, that mm -hmm. if they were not going to be getting me, they'd be getting Herbert. And and uh, and I said, although I don't have an entrepreneurial bone in my body, I said, maybe we can do this on our own. I mean, right. because it's it's going to be the same thing all over again. I mean, trying to reinvent uh, a big a big multinational and company in terms of creativity and trying trying. You know, um, make its uh, creative reputation uh, more uh, maybe, maybe rosier than, than otherwise. So it's going to be the same thing all over again, and that would be working for other people, not, right? Not building our own brand and building something that is really our own. And then I told Bert, uh, "Tara, let's let's uh, no, let's mm. try to uh, make a go of this." And um, and I accepted it like as, after a second, uh, without my wife knowing it first. <laughs> <laughs> just jump on it, stop it. game. <laughs> you know, uh, Badong is my idol ever since I was a junior art director. Mm -hmm. I've seen here, I've seen him going up the stage, accepting awards, and he is one of the Hall of Famers in the Philippines in creative right. agents. That's why, you know, <laughs> I dropped the chance. He's just saying that I'm older than he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> so. But I remember, I we had a, we were we were in a regional meeting in Tokyo and we finished it. And I was calling Bert from Loft, I think, and telling him, Bert, oh, do we make a go of this or not? Mm. Um, I was reporting to him what happened in the regional meeting in terms of the ideas that we had produced in the group, and, and then um, I asked him, are, are, are we are we uh, are we are we going for this or not? And he said, Yes, yes, let's, let's go for it. And then so, then suddenly uh, a client of ours from the, from from way back asked us if. If we can actually take her on as our first big client on a retainer basis, and that everything fell into place. So before we knew it, um, you know, um, we were we were actually doing work already in a coffee shop. In a coffee shop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, so many interesting, uh, you know, takeaways from what you guys just shared. I mean, first thing you mentioned, Badong, you know, you 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 feel you don't have an entrepreneurial bone in your body, you know, and and the reason I want to highlight that is the fact that, you know, uh, for all the listeners listening in, sometimes you know, it's just about your strong desire to do something, right? And like you mentioned, you know, if you have the strong desire to do something and you're doing it for the right reasons and then you find the right sort of co-founder, then everything else just falls into place as well. So for instance, you know, there are enough people trying to work on their business plans and whatever else it is, but uh, okay. sometimes sometimes doing it, you know, not for the right reasons and sometimes do not, you know, have such mutual respect that the two of you seem to share for each other, which is uh, lovely to see as well. And, and and so glad that uh, it worked out. And very few companies out there can say that even before they started, they had clients waiting for them. So that says a lot about your credibility as uh, professionals. Now, tell me, now that you sort of started and, you know, you worked with some of the, you know, leading global brands, you know, I saw your uh, Levi's uh, uh, commercial, which was, you know, very uh, touching and very different from the Cola commercial, which, uh, you know, reminded me of uh, Black Mirror and iRobot, uh, you know, and all <laughs> kinds of things. And I was like, <laughs> you know, what's happening? So one of the, one of the, you know, things that I observed was obviously, you know, there's just so much, uh, you know, creative, lateral, unconventional, you know, thinking going on there, right? And also, I believe I read somewhere, it says giggle is brave. And, you know, it just lets brands do things that they are usually scared of. So the question that I had for you, I mean, two parts to the question is now that you are you know, doing this for yourselves, you know, what is the process that you follow? right? Uh, as opposed to the process you would have followed if you were working for, let's say, one of the top global agencies. And secondly, what are these fears that you encounter very regularly in organizations? And how do you make them overcome these fears so that they can actually go out there and do something, uh, you know, noteworthy? Bert, you want well, to begin with, uh, well, the idea is the king, I think. That's right. the first thing that we we really mine right. in every every projects that we're trying to create. Right. And and half the battle is really the client, you know, um, right. choosing the right client. And we, to tell you honestly, we are avoiding pitch right now. Right. Um, as much as possible, uh, we attracted great clients also that who is really 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 uh, hunger for. Uh, really hungry to to create great work so mm. those things those elements and really the the kind of passionate people in giggle then we have uh diverse people uh in love with not only in advertising we encourage our people also to have passion outside advertising right so that we may produce uh not advertising so so we're trying to create more on entertainment content yeah. rather than advertising so those things uh our priority in giggle but yeah i i think that that also i i think this uh herbert answered your second question um we, we really want to, to push uh, content not commercials i mean right. also have a saying in, in giggle that the the risk is things brands can do is play safe even even if you're not on digital even on, on above the line or tv commercials right uh, it's not even a risk. It's a certainty that you'd be ignored if you if you come up with another formula, right? 
Right. It's especially worse for people who do so on digital because digital is a sharing economy. So it has to be something worth sharing, something that uh, competes against the world's best content creators. Right. And if you come up with something that's noticeable, people will share it amongst themselves. And for the brand, that's, that's, uh, that's gold because they'd be able to, to you know, reach more people without necessarily having to fund it. So um, sharing is very important, and for them to share it, your your material has to be entertaining, yeah. and entertaining will land in podcasts like this, right? I mean, I mean, who would have <laughs> be invited here? Yeah, um, and we wouldn't have been had our commercials done been formulated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I think it's uh, uh, entertaining, no doubt about that. It's just absolutely, uh, like you mentioned, shareable absolutely shareable and you know so uh you know and 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 i think something that you said which really resonated with me is you know something that competes with the best in the world right so for instance that is something uh that is very difficult you know to set as a culture of an organization right so because you know we live in times and especially you know when clients talk about budgets or the lack of experimentation or the fact that hey uh, you know decisions yeah. are made based on what somebody's competitor has done you know so all the more reason that you know take the brave decision and say you know, let's try to create the best in the world. And then I think, you know, your work sort of shows that and, and, and that's absolutely fabulous. So you mentioned, Herbert, that you don't, you're not pitching right now, but I mean, so does that mean that if the client is ready to be brave, they come to you or, or, yeah. uh, so, yeah, I mean, because I, I was, I was really wondering, you know, how many clients would be ready for brave content, right? So, uh, you know, obviously increasingly they are becoming a bit more open to it, but yeah. usually, you know, for, 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 I, I think the kind of content that you, uh, produce and which is brave, uh, to say the least is, you know, organizations have to be ready for it you know it's not something you can convince somebody to you know somebody wants to play safe is not going to come and probably create that uh, sort of content with you so tell me i mean in terms of uh, you mentioned herbert that ideas you know are kind of half the battle one now all my life i've tried to sort of question whether i'm a creative person or not right so for instance i think i'm leaning more towards uh, no after all these years the fact is tell me i mean for 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 all those you know entrepreneurs listening to us today what would you say is the best way, you know, like, for instance, I've met some really smart, intelligent people, some spiritual people, you know, they, they all have their own processes. They have their own processes of, you know, when that inspiring idea comes to them, right? So some of them will just sort of uh, struggle for a few days. And some of them say, you know, my best ideas come to me uh, in the middle of the night. And then I keep a pen and paper next to me. Some people talk about meditation. Some people say when they go running and that's a meditative moment for them. Some just say life is a canvas and I'm observing everything around me and everything. So I'm sure there's no right or wrong answer here. Yeah. There's no formula here, but I'm very, very curious uh, to find out what is your process for the two of you I mean, when do you get your best ideas? How how do you get your best ideas? We have a proprietary tool. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like that, no? Uh, we start always on the goal. 
Mm. So whatever the client's goal is and identifying properly what's getting it uh, getting in the way. So those things are really, really important studying the product itself because mm. there's no one answer to to every problem. So we're trying to make every problem like a special one and trying to figure out. But but the thing that we're trying to offer to the client is the mantra of Gigil of high risk, high reward. Right. And it's really uh, me and Badong sometimes we're really afraid of the ideas. <laughs> there are so many times, almost all of the time that we, we produce our ideas, uh, we are really afraid what will happen, uh, and that's why we have a lawyer. So <laughs> we have a lawyer anyway, Abby. So uh, we had troubles before, but we, we can't talk it anymore. But yeah. you know, um, that's the thing about Giggle. Uh, we attract uh, clients that are really willing to take their risk, and we're choosing those ideas that were not, uh, you know, uh, mostly first time or something that yeah um, you feel really afraid of yeah using <laughs> it so those things and and mostly uh, our decision making is asking if this is this idea we're going to be published in a headline uh, yeah. is, is this a newsworthy idea so those things are yeah. really our question before uh presenting it to our client so, yeah yeah yeah, if it's going to land on the pages of the the front pages of the Straight Times, for example, the New York Times, um, yeah. it has to be it has to be that because again, we we want the ideas to be talked about. Um, if they're talked about, it's good for the message of the brand. Ultimately, it's good for the brand. Um, some I've heard of I've heard of some criticism on the agency uh, that uh, we, we come with we come up with ideas that um, beg to be talked about. We just come up with ideas because we want to be talked about, mm. and I'm we're not, I'm not personally apologetic for that because I mm. want my 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 materials to be talked about because I want my brands to be talked about by the broader culture. Mm. So and it, it has results, Badong. It has results. I mean, it has results when you when when it's talked about, you move culture. When you move culture, you move people, and you when you move people, you move products. So. So we want to be able to, you know, go beyond communications and um, go on the level of culture because that makes the material even more powerful and resonant and more convincing, compelling in terms of them buying the product. But Abby, I think one of the secret of Giggle is we're really consistent on every, every, every uh, job order that we receive. Like even if it's just a brochure or just a calling guard, will give our 100% because it's somehow uh, it's really bad for the agency to really divide when, when is going when when are you going to make it really world class right. or, or you're just going this just for for awards or you're going for this money. to make it happen right uh, for the money so the thing with Gigil we uh, like almost I think um, I can say our like most of our clients, I think 99 to 100% uh, has some merit or awards we were able to give them because, you know, we just raised the bar for them. Not right. necessarily global. We're just trying to make the work uh, one notch higher than their last project. That's right. a thing, Miguel, yeah. 
Yeah, but that's, that's wonderful. I mean, I think, again, so many things that you sort of pointed out, you know, like you said, uh, beg to be, uh, begging to be talked about or something. I mean, it's just, it's like saying, you know, a musician should uh, create music that he doesn't want people to listen to. Of course, I mean, every uh -huh. artist would want uh, the world to sort of uh, experience what he or she has done. So I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's just that I think, again, it's probably coming from uh, quarters where people uh, tend to be safe and, 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 and the other thing that you mentioned, which was quite profound, was, you know, moving uh, up from communication to culture, right? So in the, I mean, that's, that, that's phenomenal. So if somebody's stuck in the communication realm, would probably look at your work and will definitely think about, oh, wow, these guys are begging to be uh, talked about. But the fact is, that's who you are. And, and the other thing that you mentioned, I mean, a couple of things, uh, we'll come to the awards in a bit as well. So, but the other thing that you mentioned about the fact that, you know, the consistency, the consistency that you always uh, retain, right? Now, a very uh, important question, and especially, you know, for our listeners who are running companies and agencies and, you know, other kinds of businesses is, you know, what you call the founder-based businesses, right? So, for instance, you know, even when, like, say, Steve Jobs uh, passed away, the whole idea was, you know, will the company be the same and all of those things? Well, you know, history will be the judge of that. Uh, but the fact is, you know, there is a lot that comes from the founders, right? So, for instance, uh, now let's say uh, if you're working on, say, five campaigns, then tomorrow you work on 10 cam campaigns and 25 campaigns, right? So, how do you ensure? I mean, there are two ways of doing this. One is the fact that you can only take on work that you feel that you can do justice to. I don't know if that's what you're doing. And the second thing is, if you say beyond the two of you, is there a way? And I think many, many founders and CEOs are very curious to hear your response to that is, is there a way for you to pass on, right? Or like not even pass on, just share to sort of create that culture that the youngest member of your team, or let's say, you know, somebody with two years of experience can also be equally creative, can also be equally brave. So how, how, how do you do that? I mean, what, what's, what are your thoughts on, you know, uh, creating that culture of, uh, you know, being brave and building world-class, uh, you know, content? In, uh, in the agency, we, we try to create the culture of, it's not, I mean, it's okay to be wrong. Right. It's okay to, to have mistakes. Right. So that's why we're trying to make even the youngest uh, member or even outside creative department uh contribute on ideas even the hr right to push them can you come up with um hr ideas that is beyond you know the yeah. usual and a world class at first so those things and even in the finance um those things uh you're trying to make the culture more uh um encouraging right throw ideas i guess but no and then, then we also we also try to live out the, the values we believe in. Um, uh, we we got into Gigil in the beginning just just doing things for survival, right? Because but because we were short on 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 hands on the table, um, we, we we sort of like thought of ways of doing things, which in the end um, we've incorporated into our I our identity I mean, I mean found values along the way while we, while, we, while we were starting out the company right so we've enshrined that in a you know in a, in a belief system which we we apply and and, and uh, um, 
follow every day as well as as the leaders of the company. It, we're very fortunate that um, in a in a short span of time, the 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 way we have done things in Giggle have yielded fruit. Right. Have um, you know um, earned a little bit of success. So mm -hmm. so that the people uh, are starting to embrace the values themselves. I'd like to believe. Right. Because there's nothing like you know success to 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 make you realize that oh maybe this is working and maybe this is the way to do it right maybe we are on the right track so, right. so we want to build on that um, make sure the, the the values are are practiced and yield success and if we have to refine a certain belief or ditch a certain belief because it's not um, yielding us the 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 the, 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 the fruits or the, the things that that we wanted to yield for us right. well we will. Uh, but but again, um, live it every day and hopefully uh, experience a little bit of success, so that uh, the, the 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 values that uh, we believe in will also be believed in by the people who are coming after us. Yeah, that's 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 fantastic. I mean, again, I think three things that you pointed out: one, leading by example, and not you know just. Uh, walking the talk and you know because that's something that a lot of uh, organizational leaders are not able to do right for whatever reasons uh, second thing is involving everyone like you mentioned you know just uh, whether it's HR or finance now I'm wondering what we can get our finance person to do <laughs> you know, so, yeah you know so yeah I think there's definitely some uh, hidden talent there uh, and then the third thing you mentioned is it's okay to be wrong so you know that's 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 fantastic because the only way to sort of learn is just by making mistakes and a lot of organizations don't allow their people to make those mistakes and you know that fear and and especially for an organization like yourself which is all about fearlessness and you know going out there and pushing the boundaries it, you know it's so important to let people you know overcome their fears and you know making mistakes and it's okay to do that so a uh, question to follow up on that so you said it's okay to make mistakes now in your organization or the kind of people that you want to work with what is it not okay right i mean like what is it not okay to be so in the sense what's not okay you look at people that you want to work with whether it's clients whether it's your you know the people that you're hiring what is that one <laughs> thing that you feel like okay this kind of uh, you yeah. know people we don't want to work with is there anything yeah, there is there is actually <laughs> good question actually abby yeah. you, this is the best interview we got uh, but to answer that Really, the attitude, right, Badong? Go, mm. Badong. The attitude. Yeah, the attitude. Uh, uh, we 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 hire on attitude, and then we sort of like train for skill. So we we don't necessarily hire somebody because of the talent that uh, you know he or she has already right uh, revealed, but the, the passion that he wants to show or she wants to show as uh, as a new entrant into Eagle. Um, so, so the attitude being teachable is very, very important to so us. Personally, for me, what's important is integrity and honesty. Um, you can make mistakes. Uh, you, I, I, I make mistakes as well. Right. Um, but but uh, we, we have to proceed from a place of honesty, all of us. Um, if, if we break the trust, uh, that's a big problem. Right. So, so yeah, personally to me, my, my, my people have to be honest. Yeah, the same with our client. That's why we have to be the most sincere in the room for our client because the client will know if you're not sincere and we're selling something really, really, you know, you don't know what, what, what will happen next. Right. And you, you need to build those 
uh, foundation, the basic foundation, the trust. Yeah. And we're trying to create those things also in 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 our in the in the office. Um, that everyone should be trustworthy and you're sincere on what you're trying to say, and you're not just saying it because you want to have your um uh your own uh gain from it. So yeah, right. things yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I mean, I think, you know, very insightful uh, empathy, you know, that's very important. I think that's, uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, anybody who's in the services based business of any form and providing any service or product for a company, it has to understand, you know, what the client really requires, you know, something that Herbert, you mentioned earlier as well, that, you know, where do the ideas come from is just thinking about what the client really wants, you know, so it's, it's, uh, you you make it sound very simple, but it's so difficult for most companies to do, right? In the sense that, you know, everyone is so self-indulgent and can't think beyond themselves. And it's it's a very, very difficult thing to do, to put yourself in the client's shoes and saying, hey, we are doing that. And that sincerity that you talked about is like, let's do that because that's going to be the best possible result for you. So that's that's absolutely amazing. And then if, if we can find a way to internalize that and, you know, sort of make sure that that becomes a part of the organizational culture as well and and i think badong the point that you made about integrity and honesty and you know something that i've always believed that you know you can be forgiven for five thousand mistakes but you know if somebody sort of shows tendency again and again of either being very selfish or somebody who's very you know dishonest or lacks integrity i think that's the end of it no matter how skilled they are and and yeah you know skills can be developed right so but that attitude cannot be that's 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 great i'm sure a lot of uh you know people listening in are probably looking up you know at their clients and thinking about their uh, employees and thinking oh <laughs> which one of them fall you know falls in which uh, sort of bucket and, and i think that that'll be very uh, interesting exercise for them as well. Now talking about recognition, right? There's you in a short span of time, you know, in the three years, I believe that, uh, you know, Giggle has been around, you've won many awards, you know, I mean, you have won many awards, you know, in your lives, you know, even as professionals, but, uh, you know, Giggle uh, has won many awards. Uh, and of course, you know, recognition is you know, always good, keeps us going, uh, is a good way of validating what we are doing. But I'm sure of all these uh, awards and recognitions that you've received, there would be something that means a lot to you, right? I mean, whether it was about proving a point to yourself or just making the family proud or the team proud or something, which one would that be? What, what is that one moment, uh, whether it's an award or not? I mean, what is that one moment in, in uh, the short uh, history of Giggle that you feel that that moment meant a lot to you? But um, you were, I, who, you know, who would have thought that uh, we'd be asked this? I mean, I mean, uh, when during our hungry years, our first or second year, we were just working for survival. Right. And then we're actually asked this question already. Um, we're, we're very grateful that the, the past year has been very fruitful for us. We won like uh, campaign uh, creative agency of the year. I mean, for the Philippines. So we're, we're just a startup of three years and to have actually eclipsed the multinational companies in the Philippines. Right. According to a regional show based in Hong Kong was, was big personally to me. Also, um, our, our RC Cola ad landed in Fast Company and my ex-boss was Australian. Mm. Um, messaged me and Bert and said that it's so cool that the people he had, we had, whom he had worked with in, um, in New York were actually 
speaking about our work in very in very um uh in very in a very very good way and so it was so cool for him to actually read uh, about his friends and read about our work being spoken about with 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 such uh with such uh, delight by his friends so um mm. that was also very memorable to me the fast company feature and right. fast company of course is very iconic for, for creative people like us but 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 i think what trumps them all is really the apac fees win we won the gold for the philippines last year for levi's for real work mm. and um it just tells us that we can deliver great results for great clients by a great ideas that's what we are all about right not just the awards but the awards enable us to deliver the results asked of us by clients so we've proven that and 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 i always tell that during fred's presentations to clients as a point of confidence and a point of you know um pride that uh we've been proven our track record has been proven our ideas aren't just good mm. talked about our ideas will deliver your business metrics and so that for me was memorable right but for, for me it's well aside from awards outside the ellen generous feature <laughs> of, of, of of our ad no it's and it's free it's a free mileage that i think worth more than the awards it's really uh being included as uh pop culture yeah so really um even my parents and even my my classmates are really proud can you imagine i thought there were some kids trying to ask me for a, a signature for my right. band right. i thought it was for my band there's yeah. parents uh, uh kids trying to get a signature of mine and apparently they were trying to get my signature not for my band but because of RC Cola nice <laughs> it's a different yeah different high um yeah. yeah so that's the one of the most memorable thing yeah bert bert won like 40 under 40 um <laughs> for campaign he, he got into the 40 under 40 list of campaign hong kong so last year so and it's because of Badong and the team. No, it's not only me. So yeah, yeah I'm really so. Uh, grateful for those awards. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's that's absolutely wonderful, right? I mean, in the sense to, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, it's great to see you, uh, you know, being so uh, modest about it. But the fact is, you know, these are great achievements, and you know, and and the fact that. Uh, you're impacting people and you know like influencing pop culture not just in the philippines but you know globally as well and people are you know talking about and that's just that's just great and you know that's just wonderful to see and that also is so uh, encouraging and inspiring for people who sometimes believe that you know where they are born and you know which country we live in you know sort of defines our lives forever right so for instance uh, you know the fact that you know i mean the philippines is obviously at the forefront of technology we have a large team in the philippines and you know there's a lot that we do with the philippines but you know sometimes 
uh, a lot of people in developing countries tend to sort of develop that uh, self-pity mindset and say, oh, but we are not in Silicon Valley. We are not in Silicon Valley. I mean, I hear that all the time being in the tech industry. And, 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 and I think, you know, the world needs uh, stories like yours to let them know that it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter, you know? So, so that's, that's so wonderful to see. Now, before I let you guys go, uh, one of the things that I absolutely love doing and is, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, conspiracy theories, <laughs> no, but I'm not going to talk about those. But uh, I, I, I love the whole idea of, you know, where the world is headed, you know, because we talk about, oh, the world is like going crazy. The world is like this. So, uh, and I'm not talking about, you know, geopolitical uh, situations, but, you know, in terms of your industry, in terms of, uh, you know, content, right? So you are creating world-class content that's having real world impact for these brands and, you know, enjoyable content for individuals who are then sharing it with millions of other people. So how do you see, uh, you know, the world of advertising evolving, right? How do you see in, in, in the age of TikTok, you know, where stories are being told in like 10 seconds or less sometimes or whatever else it might be, how do you see, and I mean, because you guys are creating, you know, this fabulous content, uh, what's your sense of, you know, the, the trends in the advertising industry and, and also the content industry? How, how do you think uh, that is going to evolve going forward? I think um, it will be less look like an advertising. Right. Uh, the more, I mean, the more it evolves, it will be more entertainment than advertising, more software than advertising, mm -hmm. more uh, dance steps <laughs> like TikTok than advertising. Um, because uh, people, there's a scarcity of time and we yeah. don't to be, you know, asked to buy something and uh, people wants to be entertained, you mm -hmm. know, and those things. I guess that's actually, it's already happening, but it will, definitely get there faster and right now in Yigil, we, we we have more offers from film entertainment to mm. club with us so those things uh they want us to create more than advertising so th those things are really really i think the future of advertising yeah uh in, in the past couple of years advertising has been kind of you know demoted by media because of the you know the explosion of technology and touch points. Mm -hmm. um, I think clients, uh, you know, have a, have a liking or are inclined to, to believe, uh, believe in data more than ideas. Right. So advertising is sort of like, uh, what, uh, what as a, as a pitiful second, but, but, but I, I really believe as, as Berta said that, that, you know, that the med the media will continue to explode and technology will continue, continue to, to, to reinvent itself various channels will will continue to, to spring forth but but the idea will always be central because if we don't you don't have an entertaining idea you won't be able to unleash the power that the specific medium like tiktok for example or gaming or any other newfangled thing the idea has to be there still and while that will remain true advertising will remain uh, like uh, will remain relevant which still have jobs to do. So uh, I think there's, there's a great future for advertising. It's just, you know, mastering the, the media, whatever that media is, right. and able to supply a, a great idea for that media to unleash its power. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, content was, is, and will always be the king. Uh, thank God for that. You know, so as much as these platforms come and go, uh, you know, they are nothing without the content uh, on the platforms. In fact, there are so many con uh, platforms out there which are incentivizing content creators to create content for them because there's no content and without the content, the platforms don't exist. So yeah, I'm glad, you know, both of you said that because a lot of people do tend to get carried away by technology yeah. and say, you yeah. know, oh, this platform has come, that's the death of advertising as we know it. And, and absolutely, Bert, what you mentioned, uh, you know, obviously like with any uh, good thing, it should continue to evolve. I think uh, customers no longer like being sold to so, you know, they are engaging more with stories. The stories will become more immersive. They'll probably become a part of the experiences and all of that. And that sort of keep, keeps it even more exciting. And that means that there'll be a lot more exciting work and more brave work for the two of you to do. Because, you know, as uh, technology pushes the boundaries of advertising and storytelling and content, uh, the world will need even fresher ideas, even braver ideas, and who else to do that than the two of you. Herbert and Badong, thank you so much for joining us. You guys are absolute testament uh, to the fact that success chases excellence. And thank you uh, for being here. Congratulations on all the success. And I'm sure you'll have much, much, much more success to follow. And uh, the next time I'll ask you about, you know, what was the most satisfying moment, I'm sure it'll be something even more phenomenal. Thank you so much. Salamat. Salamat. Salamat, salamat for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.